I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Is this moldy? Ugh. Time to clean out sound fridge. One more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Smelling the milk to figure out if it's spoiled. Oh, I hate that. That doesn't uh, work either so because gross. the milk that accumulates on the top dries around the little outside of the plastic thing. And you you smell it being bad. It doesn't mean mm. the milk down in the thing smells bad. That's advanced milk smelling uh, instruction right there. You pour that milk into a cup, it probably smells fine. It's just that the, the lid smells bad. Anyway, um... Also on that topic, I don't understand why. I, so if you're going to m- m- mandate, I think, is it a law that they have to have the expiration date or all that sort of stuff on food? I probably, think so. Yeah. Probably. But if you're going to mandate that, how about have it freaking slightly legible? The dark blue ink <laughs> on black plastic on a hot dog thing? I mean, wh- oh, yeah. wh- what the hell is that? And it's tiny. It's tiny and weirdly worded and like d- dot, dot, dot. And the dates are like they do in Europe. Or th- Why? Why don't you, you make it easier to read if you're going to do that? Drives me crazy because my kids are very uh, s- s- specific about that because I have... They should be, because I gave them mostly the one that sticks out is bad jelly. Have you ever had jelly that went oh, bad? That no, might I don't be think so. That might be the worst flavor ever. That oh. or ketchup. Ketchup that's gone bad and jelly that's gone bad are uh, horrible. It's a sickener. Oh, that is a sickener. Well, the fellows have worked hard to bring together all sorts of great sound to use on the radio show uh, today. But, uh, you know, we had the big student loan thing and uh, just it's too much breaking news. We didn't get to a lot of good stuff. So let's let's clean out the sound fridge. <laughs> Has its own super heavy theme song, which I just <laughs> love. Michael, does uh, clip one deserve any setup? Or? No, I'll just go ahead and play it for you. Okay. Scientists are showcasing how wooden shapes can be flat printed then morph into complex 3D structures through drying. This technique could be used to make furniture that could be shipped flat and then formed into the final shape at its destination. No assembly required. They would do that with a 3D printer, by the way. Hmm. So they're working on furniture that assembles itself? I didn't get that from that clip. Basically, it comes to you flat, and you just fold it up, and that's it. 
Okay. Wow. So it'd be like the bed in a box that I got for my kids? Somewhat. Like Have Ikea, you? but even easier. Okay. I guess. Is that what we need? Almost. Uh, clip number two. Uh, is this? Does this need any setup, Michael? Uh, this is a small town in Alabama, Ocean Beach, I believe, Alabama. And uh, they're offended by this new coffee shop that's come in. It's called Big Ass Coffee. <laughs> is okay. it Big Ass or Badass? I'm sorry, Badass. Badass okay. Coffee. Those are completely right. different things. Yeah, you're right. Big Ass Coffee would be stupid. Don't badass Coffee, around, I guess. Don't go around fighting people because you're a big ass. Do it because you're a badass. And similarly, <laughs> don't be flaunting your stuff if you think you're a badass. And you're merely a big ass. So this right. is a small, this is a slice of small town life. All right. We look at that in every way. There is absolutely nothing we can do about it. Believe me, it cheapens our neighborhood. It cheapens our community. And I won't ever buy a, cu- a cup of coffee from bad, bad donkey co- co- coffee company ever. So I would hope the community wouldn't do the same thing. And I don't think we're prudes by any means, but, you know, there is no reason for any type of something I wouldn't want my eight or nine-year-old to see to be on a public sign in our town. It shows they have no respect for us, no respect for what we stand for, what we market, what our brand is. They're just here to make a buck. I don't want a company called Badass Coffee either as a sign. I suppose it's a donkey on the picture, I'm guessing. I don't know, but it's it's absolutely a, a town by town, region by region sure. thing. Yeah. Obscenities, you know. I've dealt with this with my kids on like family Zoom calls and stuff like that. There are various words that they find a completely routine like that what? my dad is shocked by, like a like what? an f bomb in a co- oh, casual wow. conversation Jeez, with the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm trying to gently make the point that consider the room. You don't consider the audience. You don't need a wider seat on a plane because you're a badass. <laughs> don't get these mixed up. All right, <laughs> the point there. Uh, okay, uh, this is this is the latest about, TikTok. Ch- what? How about go f- yourself, Bobo T? It'll be all right for your. <laughs> it's Boba, by the way. Whatever. I had some the other day. <laughs> go do that to yourself. I got some the other day because I was told it was all the rage. And I didn't like it. I don't like those squishy little balls. Oh, they, they, they gross you, me out. Do you like tapioca pudding? You've always hated that, right? I don't like tapioca pudding. Oh, I love it. I've always loved it. So is that it. the difference? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, let's see. So this is the latest TikTok challenge. We're supposed to try to guess what's going on. Yeah. Here I go. I'll just play. You'll never guess what it is. <laughs> Snorting up the remains of your cremated dog. (laughs) Initially, I thought it was the sweet sounds of marital bliss, but (laughs) sounds like somebody's uh, snorting up giant rails at a nightclub in L.A. But it turned from from sounding like lovemaking. There was too much giggling, and unless you're Having sex with me, that's probably not part of the deal. So what was it, Mike? You put pantyhose over your head, and you try and blow out a candle. Hmm, that's a TikTok challenge. It's the no, new I tic- don't. <laughs> don't. I don't like have time it. for that. So what's the amusing part? The way you look with pantyhose on your head, or the fact that you can't blow out the candle? I haven't tried it. I, I assume it's the way you look. Who has pantyhose? <laughs> yeah, that's a reasonable question. 
<sighs> I'm not. I'm not doing that. You know, judgment call. Let's skip ahead to clip number six. See if you can guess who this is. Well, it might be his name. I don't know. Hi there, and welcome again to the Muppet Show. Hey, tonight our special guest star is one of the world's most talented but frightening performers, Alice Cooper. So beware of ghoulies and ghosties and long-legged beasties and things that go bump in the night. Oh, that doesn't. I'm leaving. Uh, here's Alice Cooper. Welcome to my nightmare. Where do you suppose he got the name Alice? Oh, it's a family name. Uh. He was named after a maiden uncle. <laughs> oh. Yeah, a little oh, shot of transgenders there, yeah. Uh, I'd forgotten that Vincent Fournier had, uh, or Fournier had appeared on The Muppet Show. Hmm, odd booking. What else do we have? Demi Lovato. Advice on young people wanting to get into show business, because she was a child star, right? Was she a Disney star? Yeah, she was. The the Disney factory, yes. It's more important to have a personal life than it is to have a career at that age. I think that's what got lost in the era of Disney when I was in it. We were all working so hard, running ourselves into the ground. If you want to be a teenager, be a teenager. And if you want to do this for a living... Maybe wait a little bit till you're older so you can like have life experience under your belt because I think that's what sometimes we miss as like child stars. Yeah, well, speaking of life experience, you know who has life experience? Your parents. You don't have any, so I could see how you'd make the wrong decision as an eight-year-old or a 12-year-old or whatever. How the freak do you as a parent let your kids do, you know, 70-hour weeks and being exploited and whatever? How the hell do you do that? I wouldn't if they were offered a ton of money today. Yeah, it's, it's greed and a lust for fame. People do anything for it, including farm out their kids to and, get there. And do they just not care that their kid's working endlessly? Or they think it's worth it, or they don't notice? I don't know. Not to know. mention the fear of who they're being exposed to and exploited by in other ways. Yeah, yeah. And a final note from show business. Is this one self-explanatory? Michael, it looks to be. Number nine. It's to all our would-be accomplices and white allies. Crazy. This message is to all the white people who have BLM in their bio. If you really want to prove to black people that you love us and you care about us and you are down for the cause, do not go see that movie opening weekend. You buy your ticket. You give it to a black person or a black family who can't afford to go. And then you go sit at that theater in front of the doors. You make sure that every black person in that theater can enjoy that movie in peace. You make sure that you use your body to block us from anybody who would be coming in that theater to do us harm. That is your job. You can go see it on another weekend. Go see it on the second or third weekend. But the first weekend, that's for us. To do anything other than this is anti-black. Yeah, I'm confused all the way around. All right. That is uh, some woke dumbass saying that white people should skip the Black Panther movie, buy and give the tickets to black people, then stand outside the doors and guard it against anyone who would do them harm. So, but who's What's doing up? the commentary? Nope. Some dude is heckling it as it unfolds. No, I don't. <laughs> Not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to know uh, the heckler, but God, people say some crazy crap these days. And will people uh, follow uh, along? Will, will there be people that do that? Because they, yes, they feel yeah, there will be a few. They feel so guilty that they 
think they should. Guilt-ridden, 23-year-old white social major chicks will do that, and I will laugh at you heartily. Guffaw. Guffaw. <laughs> chortle. Chortle. There you go. Well, I guess that's it. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.